Get out the insurance cards, get out the co-pays. The office is open, my friends, as this video is brought to you by DrRoto.com. And welcome back to another weekly edition of the Monkey Knife Fight Podcast, bringing you the Sunday slate. I know that we've had some great stuff out there so far uh, with our boy Robbie and uh, Derek doing the Monday nights and the uh, midweek opening slate. So, uh, Colby, he's on the other side there. Colby Conway, how you doing out there, man? Uh, how, I know now for those who've been listening, obviously, you know that I live in Ohio, so I can't play the game, even though I'd love to. I feel like I could win some money here. Uh, but you've been using some of my uh, picks, some of your picks, and uh, pretty sure you uh, you won some cash last week. Am I right? I did. Yep, I had a I had a good one. So obviously, I, we, last time we talked about, it, I hit the Thursday night one. Um, nice. I did a couple right. ones in there. Um, I had a good one where I hit four out of five, turned five into twenty on a basically five players on there, more or less. Um, I missed a touchdown one, which I would have hit if Raheem Mostert wouldn't have gotten hurt. And oh, then, right. um, actually, the one I talked about on the Monkey Knife Fight Monkey Knife Fight podcast last week in terms of. Corey Davis and DJ Moore both um, surpassing their receiving yards mark. They both did it in week one. So, yeah, it was profitable in uh, week one, even hit Monday night one in terms of the touchdown dance, which is a uh, game on there that I'm learning to really, really like. And I'll probably be talking right. about that here in about 11 or so minutes would be my guess. I'm sure you will be. All right. Uh, so uh, as always, for those of you out there, maybe coming here for the first time, maybe you're new to Monkey Knife Fight, haven't signed up yet, not a big deal. Here's what you do. Go to monkeyknifefight.com. Go in there, set up your account, deposit up to $100. Use the promo code DOC, D-O-C, and they will match 100% of that deposit. You turn 100 into 200, snap of a fingers with the code DOC. And then from there, you can keep winning money like we are on Monkey Knife Fight by uh, following these articles and podcasts, which are all free. You don't even have to be a member, a subscriber to get these. You can win cash. Now, of course, you can win more cash. If you become a subscriber, use code BOB for that, and that'll save you 10%. And then you can get in there with all the great guys and all the great stuff out there. With DFS, both baseball, football, uh, you name it, e, uh, esports, these guys are winning money hand over fist. They're doing a phenomenal job. So make sure you get and subscribe to drrodo.com for that. And of course, monkeyknifefight.com with promo code DOC. So, Colby, we head into this week, week two, pretty wild week one. But, uh, you know, like you said, you won some money. I won some money. Uh, or I, I would have won some money if I would have played them but I didn't get a chance to uh, because of the damn Ohio rules, which I hear they're going to pass soon. So we're looking forward to that. So um, I know this is one of your favorites. So let's take a look at your early slate touchdown dance. Uh, you've got three that I just sit there and go, yep, can't argue with any of these. Why don't you talk about your early slate touchdown three picks uh, that you feel can all score at least one touchdown in this week's games. Yeah, it was actually tough because these are the three I settled in on, but I was just doing one now to talk about on here, and I came up with about two of the same three. But there's like a 
there's a grouping of about six players that I don't know. I might just do a bunch of five dollar entries. There you go. And mix and match between like you know maybe A B C A B D A B E A C E and just kind of work my way through it. But um, in the go. article, I mean, just a couple of them that I would keep my eyes out for if I were you. I uh, definitely want some Najee Harris against that Vegas defense. We saw what the Baltimore running backs did to them. And sure, maybe Harris wasn't great in week one, but I mean, come on, rookie running back got 100% of the snaps as a running back. Yes, please. He'll be just fine. Nick going up against Houston's run defense. Don't buy the week one success from that Houston side of the defensive side of the ball. Why Jacksonville didn't run it more, even when they were behind, is beyond me. Um, and then Allen Robinson, I think you could interchange David Montgomery in here too, because both of them are going to be great. So for me, those are, those are really three that I'm looking at. Three good picks as well. And like you said, I think there's some other good ones, uh, in that list of choices. So definitely love that. Now I am kind of, you know, I, you kind of favor the touchdown dances and the more or lesses. And I kind of focus more the other way. And I go to more of the rapid fires. And then I do the more or lesses, but I love doing everything based on fantasy points. Don't have to worry about how they get there. It can be catches. It can be touchdowns. It can be yards. Whatever the case may be, all they got to do is exceed those fantasy points. So that's the kind of thing I've been getting into. And um, last week, I, I'm, I'm, I know that I won with the one with the Robert Anderson, uh, you know, because he had, uh, you know, more fantasy points um, in that game. Sam Darnold over Zach Wilson. So I did well there. This week, I'm going to the Falcons-Buccaneers game for the rapid fire this week. And for those of you who haven't seen it yet, the rapid fire is basically you're pitting uh, one player versus another. Now, it's not necessarily the same defense, or the, I'm sorry, same defense, the same positions. So this week, we've got Tom Brady going against Calvin Ridley. And they're giving basically Ridley four and a half fantasy points. Now, let's take a look at last week's game uh, for both of these guys. Now, Brady did play very bad defense to the Cowboys. We know that happened. But he put up 33 points, basically 32.95 fantasy points. Four passing touchdowns, two interceptions. Now, look, the two interceptions, if you watch the game, bounced off the hands of the receivers. One was off Fournette, and I think the other one was off Godwin, or is it Gronk? One of the two. Anyway, both of those interceptions were flukes. I mean, Brady doesn't throw it two interceptions in a game um, unless it's bouncing off people's hands because he doesn't throw in, you know, he doesn't throw in the double coverage. He makes good decisions. Um, so even if he took those out and took out a touchdown, you're still going with basically the same amount of points. So I don't think last week was a fluke. This week he's playing at home against another bad defense in uh, Atlanta who just got trounced and just lit up by Jalen Hurts. Um, and so when Brady plays at home versus a bad defense, his historical consistency, ready for this average, 35.12. So he would actually, last week's 32.95 is below his average, Colby. Just amazing numbers. So um, let's just say he hits that. Or even hits, let's say he has a slow week and he hits the 32 or 30 points. That's still a lot of points for Calvin Ridley to get. Now, last week, Calvin Ridley, you know, had an okay game, but he didn't light up the Eagles like we thought he would. I don't know if you watched that game, Kobe, but I did on Game Pass. 
And they were so focused at just doing nothing but running the ball. I literally thought I was watching like the old Browns games when Bill Belichick used to be the coach. It was just constant run. We're down 22 to six. Run Mike Davis left. Run Cordell Patterson right. Why are you not throwing the ball? Now, this week, they're going to be playing the Bucs. My thought is they have to throw the ball. They can't run against this defense. We know that. But even with that, I just expect Calvin Ridley to, to have a better game. I can see him getting 20 points. But I don't see him beating Brady, even with the four-and-a-half point um, cushion there. So definitely going Brady over Ridley. The other one in this game is Calvin or is Chris Godwin against Matt Ryan. Now, interestingly enough, in this one, they are giving Godwin one and a half points, but I think Godwin can beat Ryan straight up. Again, Ryan's really got to play against a very good defense at Tampa. Yes, I know that Dak Prescott lit him up, but that was definitely all based on that scheme. They were throwing that ball constantly. I don't know if Arthur Smith and, and the Falcons are going to be able to do that and, and change their game plan to adapt to what the Dallas, or Dallas Cowboys did. I think they're still going to try to do ball control. They may be throwing some shorter passes, but I don't see Matt Ryan going over Godwin in this. Um, you know, right now, uh, Godwin is averaging about 22 points a game in this. Um, that's with the bonus of the 1.5. Um, I just don't see Matt Ryan going over 22 fantasy points in this one. Last week he had, I think, 14, 12 or 14. Maybe he gets up to 18, but I just don't see him beating uh, Godwin. So I'm going with Brady over Ridley and Godwin over Ryan. Your thoughts? Yeah, I'm, yeah. Uh, I, I like that. I'm looking here at uh, Ryan's recent run um, against the Tampa Bay defense. Just see, you know, maybe what did he do? Mm-hmm. Last year, I won't go too much before that because that right, defense right. has really picked up. But I mean, last year, 356 and three touchdowns, 265 and two touchdowns. So decent numbers. And I think that's going to be a matter of it's going to, I think the game plan against Tampa Bay is honestly going to be <laughs> run it when you kind of have to. And if you have right. any reason not to, don't because there's just no room on the ground against that defense. That's the only thing that scares me with going mm-hmm. against Matt Ryan is just that like he, we, this won't happen, but to an exaggeration, we could see like 65 passing attempts and seven rushing attempts. We could see <laughs> something like that. That's the only thing that scares me there, but I love Chris Cobb and it's in a great matchup and that Atlanta defense hasn't been good for years. So I really can't fault right. you. It's just the only thing that scares me going against Matt Ryan. Yeah. The Godwin versus Ryan's one is obviously, I think much closer than the Ridley one. Um, but it just seems like, like I said, I watched that game and they're down 22 to six against the Eagles. And yeah, they've been running the ball okay, but it wasn't like they're, they're lighting it up and they're still trying to run the ball on first and second down. I'm like, they're not even trying to move the ball downfield. They weren't even trying to score a touchdown. They were just like, we're going to stay with this game plan. And I'm like, wow, if you do that against Tampa Bay, you're going to get your butt handed to you too. So uh, we'll just have to see how that all works out, but I uh, appreciate your thoughts on that. All right. So why don't you tell us about uh, a uh, game uh, slate this week that you like, that you have some picks on that are not in this week's article that only the people listening to this show can hear about. Yeah, call me crazy, but I'm going to go to that Vegas-Pittsburgh game, and I kind of talked about the one with Najee Harris. There's one 
I believe I could get the numbers mixed up. I'm locked in on my touchdown one right now that I'm inputting. Um, <laughs> make sure I get that one. But there's a it's a more or less fancy points with Najee Harris and Darren Waller. One of them is 16 and a half and the other is 17 and a half. But regardless, I think both of them are going to have more than each of those numbers. Vegas run defense, not very good. Harris should have enough volume to get there in terms of fantasy points, both on the ground and through the air. And I mean, if you watch that Monday night football game, my goodness, there it's like there's no other receiver on the field. It's all oh my Darren God, Waller. yeah, I did. All yeah, Darren yeah. Waller. And I know <laughs> looking back, looking back last year, sure, only one team, it was the Niners, allowed fewer fantasy points per game to the opposing tight end. But I mean, right. you're not playing a Darren Waller every single week. I mean, I know it's an exaggeration again, but I honestly think he had like 12 targets of of Derek Carr's first like 18 passes. It was ridiculous. And that's just, mm-hmm. that's going to be a theme this year. They That offense runs through him. Josh Jacobs was ruled out. So right. they weren't even going to run the ball well with him. So good luck now with him out there with Kenyon Drake. And for some reason, I'm seeing reports that John Gruden loves Peyton Barber, which of course he does. He just needs to get fired. It's ridiculous at this point. But <laughs> it's, every, every pass is going to Waller. Volume alone is going to push him north of – 17 and a half points. So take the more with Harris, take the more with Waller, turn your five into, I think that one's a 3.6 times payout, if I'm not mistaken. So that should be able to turn Mm -hmm. five into 18. So take it and run. Yeah. I said that last, I said in an article that I wrote that uh, last week, Derek Carr had more forced passes to Waller than a drunk college guy at a, at a sorority party, Uh, just forcing him left and right. It was terrible. Um, I know it was a bad dad joke, but I had to go with it. Um, all right. <laughs> love, love those picks though. Definitely Waller. Uh, yeah, he's they're just going to throw it to, him. I just don't know if they're going to be as successful, but let's be honest. He was only almost barely over 50%, right? He had 10 catches out of 19 targets. So, uh, it didn't seem to matter. They double covers, triple coverage didn't matter. Throw it to Waller. Hope he catches it. Um, all right. So, you know me, I love to go for the big money. So this week I'm going to the more or less fantasy points, uh, early game slate. This is the 20x. So 10 bucks gets you 200. And the five are Josh Allen, over, uh, more or less 23 and a half. McCaffrey, more or less 23 and a half. Alvin Kamara, uh, more or less 22 and a half. Jalen Hurts, more or less 20 and a half. Joe Burrow, more or less 19 and a half. So I'm going to go with the Moors. There's three of them. Josh Allen, Christian McCaffrey, Jalen Hurts. Uh, Josh Allen won. He's actually a little bit. Do you believe? I mean, believe it or not, he he usually does pretty well against Miami. 23 and a half is close, but I'm going to still go more. I feel like he wants to kind of rebound from last week's game against the, the Steelers. McCaffrey, McCaffrey scores 23 and a half fantasy points in his sleep. It's, it's not even close. Um, every game scenario I look at, He's at least 25 plus. Uh, so, I, I, you know, this is the one that maybe scares me a little bit because New Orleans certainly is a very good run defense, uh, but it's total fantasy points. It doesn't matter about him running the ball. If he catches nine passes for 100 yards, scores a touchdown, that's still 25, 26. He, he can run for zero yards. We don't care what he does. We just know he's going to score a lot of fantasy points. Uh, Jalen Hurts. I mean, again, this is San Francisco versus Philadelphia. Jared Goff looked like a god against San Francisco last week. Now they're going on the road again to Philadelphia. I just feel like this is a no-brainer for Jalen Hurts to get at least 20 and a half points. So 
Those are my three overs. My unders, I'm going to go with Kamara being under. Um, I feel like that, uh, you know, last week was kind of a fluke. They caught the, the Packers off, off guard. Um, I think Kamara will score 18 to 20 points, but 22 and a half is a lot of points for him. Uh, you know, last week he didn't, I don't think he made 22 and a half. He was fairly close if I remember right. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I just feel like playing on the road, a little bit different game, you know, it's not, I mean, I know they played in Jacksonville last week, but I just feel like Kamara, I don't think he's going to hit that 22 and a half Joe Burrow, 19 and a half. Um, you know, Joe Mixon ran well last week. Um, Chicago, while their defense gave up a lot of yards, they gave up a lot of yards on two blown pass plays, one that they forgot to tackle and one that they just completely missed. Um, I don't know if Joe Burrow is going to light up Chicago like Matthew Stafford light, lit up Chicago. I feel like this is going to be a lower scoring game. Um, and I feel like that 19 and a half points. Um, I don't know if Burrow is going to put up that much, especially if Mixon's, Mixon is running the ball well, uh, which, you know, I feel like he will. He definitely looked good this past week. So uh, more on McCaffrey, Allen and Hurts, less on Kamara and Burrow. Any thoughts there? I was I was looking at that one as well. Um, I'm in pretty close agreement with you. I think as of right now, I'd honestly agree with the majority of yours. I know the one that first caught my eye was seems like a lofty total for Josh Allen. That was kind of the first thing that came to mind. So I'm a little wary of him. And I I'm, I agree with you with the less on Kamara. That's a lofty number for him too. And mm-hmm. especially if they if they sell out to stop him, you know, I I can see it. So yeah, I I like those. Well, the other thing with Kamara, too, is they seem, you know, let's be honest, Winston seems to like to throw the ball downfield. He's not a dump off kind of guy. Um, that was obvious last week with the with the touchdown passes. They went to tight ends and wide receivers. Um, so, you know, if Kamara doesn't score a touchdown, that's hard to hit 22 and a half. So I feel like that, you know, that pushing the ball downfield more um, certainly will make a big difference. Um, but, yeah, I totally get it. Like I said, Allen one was a tough one for me, too. Um, you know, but I felt like he was looking for a bounce back. He obviously can use his legs like Hertz can to make some impact on fantasy wise. So if he can get maybe 60 yards rushing and a touchdown running touchdown, that's 12 makes up the rest of it in, in passing yards. So we'll see, but, uh, yeah, no good choices there as well. Uh, so there's our picks for this week on monkey knife fight. Once again, don't forget, use the promo code doc. Uh, for your 100% match on your first deposit, deposit up to $100, double your money. Make sure you do that. Don't forget to always come back and check out drroto.com uh, for all of your great stuff. And speaking of drroto.com and great stuff, Colby, tell them about what obviously you and Ron will be doing tomorrow for your weekly and how much money you guys won last week in consistently cashing. Yep, the consistently cashing article talking FanDuel and DraftKings using consistent players to basically – anchor your cash game lineups we both uh both of our lineups placed on FanDuel and DraftKings, so we are four for four in week Perfect. one which is excellent so we're hoping to do that again and before you wrap it up here i'll give you one last thing on monkey knife fight so check out the one of the stat shootouts it's called reception collection which is all about picking players that are going to uh get well receptions and basically if the three nice. of them go over a certain number that you pick uh, of the available options you can win. So I just did one here. I took Cooper Cup, Darren Waller, Allen Robinson. If the three of them combine for 
more than 23 and a half perceptions, so AKA 24, I will turn $10 into 20. So double up my money, each guy catches eight nice. passes. It's all we're looking for on Sunday afternoon. So if you wanna get some of those more or less or the rapid fires, but you want something a little, maybe a little different, like if, you, if you're like me and you, you get gravitated towards a touchdown dance, um, a lot of great options, mm -hmm. reception collection, Hail Mary, go long. There's a bunch of fun ones in there. So make sure you check them out as well. And where did you find those just for people? Cause I don't see them. Yep. So what you'll do when you're just looking at the available games, um, uh -huh. if you just click into like the slate or the whatever game you want to play right below some of the first options there, it'll say swipe to choose game below from you click that you'll see all featured more or less rapid fire and then their stat oh, sheet. Oh, got it. Oh yeah. I see it now. So right. A lot, lot of options there for touchdown dance. Oh you yeah. Just straight shoot. Up okay. Points. You know, take Hail Mary Caffrey and two other players. Yep, a lot of options in there. So check those out. It's pretty fun. And they give you uh, the ability to kind of just pick studs and hope for the best or find those good matchups. Like for me, Cooper Cup out of the slot, he'll be great again this week. Yeah, go long one is total receiving yards for three guys combined. That's interesting. The Hail Mary, uh, you're adding up total passing yards for your three quarterbacks. Uh, a lot of fun stuff, yeah. And then the rush hour is rushing yards obviously so yeah no cool stuff under the stat shoot up make sure you check that out as well so colby uh thanks again for being here always a pleasure uh keep winning some money for uh, you and me uh and you can certainly you i know you'll be using my picks uh to win some money there as well so uh for colby conway i'm bob lung everybody have a great week have a great week too we'll see you back here next friday and saturday with the monkey knife up knife fight podcast everybody take care god bless have a great week thanks for stopping by the office get your fantasy prescription by subscribing to the channel and checking out drrodo.com and until the next visit be well and take care